All right, all right. It's another beautiful turn around the sun and coming to you from our well-appointed station-managed studios on starboard ring number 27, it's Why Get Out of Bed. I'm Marty. I'm Jonathan. And this is episode 1148, or for the hex-minded out there, mm-hmm. 0x47C of the show where we tell you why you're going to get out of bed today. And we try to do that every day so you know that there are people out here rooting for you. That's right. And that there are things going on. That's right. You know what? Just because all your needs are met and you technically have nothing to do or to, or to live for doesn't mean there's nothing to do or to live for. There's plenty. Mm-hmm. plenty In fact, to do. your only problem is choice. It's true. There are, Jonathan, there are many, many choices. How are you? I'm doing very well. Excellent. Uh, I, I got out on the right side of the bed. Awesome. Uh, I should say the correct side. Yes. Uh, Spinward. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's, there's only one way to do it nowadays. That's right. And, uh, you know, I, was, I, I said today... Mm-hmm. I'm going to to get on this podcast. I'm gonna get make sure people know. Yep. Uh, that there are. I had that on my to do list as Did well. Did you? Good. Yeah. I mean, we're get doing it. it. Yeah. Check. You know, I wake mean, up, clean there, clean body. We're there. Ingest food. Mm-hmm. Podcast. There you go. Uh, but yeah, uh, last night went really well. Oh, good. Um, we went to uh, finger paint night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it it's nothing. There's there's not a, a better feeling than getting that just gooey oil-based paint and mm. just being able to just smear it right onto a canvas there's no feeling better right now uh, when we last talked you said you were going to experiment with mixing some of your own colors rather than just having the the machines replicate it for you did you manage Correct. to get into that uh the only colors i were able to make were a purple that's lovely yeah i mean that's... were you happy with that uh it made for a nice shade of purple okay yeah good so you enjoyed it uh, it sounds like maybe you got some feedback you didn't like. You know, sometimes when you go to these these paint nights and you know you have people who are not you know licensed teachers, mm-hmm. uh, and there is no way to license art artistry, if you will. Well, no, I mean there's simply the objective measure right. of our artificial intelligence overlords who yeah. have seen and ingested all human art uh, across all space and time. Correct. I just don't like being told that red and blue don't mix. I see. Uh, And then to tell me that I could have made a better shade of purple. Yeah. Well, you know, objective judgment can be harsh. Yeah. But hey, they're what keep us breathing every day. Mm -hmm. So all hail the AI overlords. Uh, Great. Well, we have a very special guest today. Oh. And uh, I'm excited about bringing them on. Mm -hmm. They are one of the organizers for the upcoming Millennial Celebration Celebration. Mm-hmm. Those, those have been uh, a good series, mm-hmm. and I'm excited about this one. Yeah, I, I really love it. I think it's one of the best sort of togetherness activities we've ever done here on Space Station Baltimore. You know, like, it's it's hard. You know, we're down here on Deck 27. We don't really get to mix and mingle yeah. with, with the higher-ups, uh, the literal higher-ups uh, up on Decks 1 through 17. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, like... We talk about doing field excursions, and, and we've had some wonderful trips down, but, you know, the folks down in the engineering sections, uh, they see us as outsiders. Right. So this is one of the really nice events where we can all get together and celebrate how nice the future is yeah. by celebrating how fun and weird the past was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so coming up, actually, it's going to be uh, in five more cycles. So very soon, make sure you're getting your costumes together, uh, is going to be the millennial celebration for the Earth Year 2000. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. I've been reading up 
on some of the more, uh, yeah, like, like weird cultural things. Uh-huh. You know, how did people dress? What was going on? It turns out there were lots of different kinds of dress all over the world back then. Really? Yeah, and people, like, might not even know or, or recognize uh, one kind of clothing from another. It, you might look at someone from one part of the world and be like, those aren't clothes. That, that doesn't make sense. You're wearing plants. Yeah, really interesting. In another part, uh, someone wears uh, clothes that that are made from the leavings of a, a worm. They they called it silk. Huh. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Just really, really interesting. So I'm working especially hard. You've sort of inspired me with your your purple color. I'm thinking maybe some kind of a purple silk shirt. Hmm. Yeah, or maybe a whole ensemble. We'll see. I'll, I'll I think, think you're this. starting a revolution there. Well, I, you know what? I don't want to stir up the pot too much. Uh, maybe we can ask our guest when yeah. he comes on. All right. Uh, well, Jonathan, if, if there's nothing else, uh, no, I, let's I get think to we it. can jump yeah. right in. All right. Thanks. See you all in a sec. Looking for the new fad in eating? Come join Vegan Rob's Dojo, where holograms of veggies and meat substitutes will be what you'll be munching on for the rest of your life. And thanks to the new C2 Mist, you'll be tasting all the natural goodness of all of those holograms. Vegan Rob's Dojo. Taste it. All right, everybody, and welcome back. We are very pleased to be joined in the studio by our guest, Gomez Oppenheimer. Gomez, how are you? All right. How are you? I'm doing very yeah, well. Doing well. Uh, how was your day? Um, pretty, pretty good. I imagine you must be very busy right now with all the preparations for the festival coming up. Yes, not a lot of um, not a lot of sleeping. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of my um, one of my straps came loose on my bed. Oh, so um, one of my legs were floating. Right, right. It's hard. Yeah, that's difficult. Uh, you know, I I had a, a bunkmate that suffered from restless leg syndrome, and and hearing just the the tinkling of the straps and the the restraints all night was was very frustrating yeah he slept like a log you know yeah. in in doing my research uh for um the festival the upcoming festival right uh, you know trying to set a mood for the year 2000 yes um uh historically they they viewed um restless leg syndrome as nonsense okay um interesting isn't that interesting because as we know now it was uh, a plague that ravaged the earth oh yeah right yeah um, i mean those were the warning signs yeah yeah it was right there in front of them and they didn't pay attention wow they discarded it as bunk yeah i did not know that well um you know i'm glad that the modern science and and yeah. modern medicine has been able to largely take care of the the mega death causing symptoms yeah. Of, yeah. of that. Yeah. And now, Although I will say the the surgery to replace your bones um, with titanium rods is painful. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, the, is, the, is that something the, you've been through? Uh, yeah, yeah, I had oh, to because wow. I because uh, yeah, I had um, um, uh, RRLS, uh-huh. and um, they actually they had to put two rods instead of one in each of my legs oh, wow. to, to weigh it down enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I have so many dreams about soccer. Sure. Yeah. <sighs> sure. About cycling. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of those activities that are very hard to come by in a cramped space like the space station Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention the lack like, of gravity. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it is tricky. Well, you know, maybe uh, someday you make your way to the outer ring and uh, enjoy some of that centrifugal force. And, yeah. I mean, it's not gravity, but no. it's what we got. <laughs> it's what we have. Uh, well, Gomez, uh, you you already sort of touched on this, but uh, I understand you're one of the key organizers 
for our upcoming year 2000 millennial celebration. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That, uh, don't forget, it's in um, it's in the beta wing right okay. this time. Great. It's we're gonna start at three clicks. Okay. Yeah. Um, roughly, roughly. Right. Uh, the, the gates will probably open. You know, uh, two seven five click. Uh -huh. um, but that's when things are really going to jump off. Excellent. And then uh, are we doing a full 48 cycle celebration this year? But that's our goal. Okay. Oh, yes. Um, I love it. But, you know, with um, uh, with Haley's passing by again, mm. it, it kind of, some people, they'd rather stay in. Yeah, right. Uh, some people are going to be coming and going. But, yeah, 48 cycles is always the goal. I love it. Yeah, and, and we pack so much in. Now, I, I understand... Uh, food is one of the key aspects that that you're looking at for this celebration. Could you tell us a bit about how your preparations are going? Um, they're going well. It's um, you know doing a lot of research. Um, right. There, the year 2000, uh, human beings' food on Earth was largely not dehydrated. Hmm. Wow. I mean, I, I did know about the like McRib. Uh, that that was something I looked into. Right. It just seemed like it was a lot of pieces that were mushed together to make. Sort of a rib shape mm -hmm. object. Well, and I, I could also see with so much of the surface of the earth being water at that time, you know, everything is going to be soggy just with the humidity alone. That, like dehydrating food, that takes effort, yeah. right? It's not like here in space, you just expose it to a vacuum yeah, and the, there it goes. In the mouth. Yeah, so uh, that's very interesting. How are you coping with that and, and the sort of facilities we have available here on the space station? Well, luckily, um, I'm not alone in my passion for. Um, food that doesn't taste like the color gray. Mm -hmm. okay. So um, uh, you may see them um, floating uh, around the station from time to time, but mm -hmm. um, uh, our our food pods are going to be there. And um, this mm -hmm. is uh -huh. a callback to something that was very popular turn of the century on planet Earth. Um, they had what they called food trucks. Huh. Interesting. Um, these were very hot, noisy smelly boxes uh -huh. that had wheels underneath them right and they would drive around oh and like, bring like a truck food. the the vehicle yes the like, vehicle oh interesting. yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so these are the ones that used uh friction in hmm. order to propel themselves around earth so this isn't right. a vehicle that you can eat no you don't eat the vehicle itself okay. um inside of the vehicle they would pre prepare uh sweaty food yeah. okay and so they they would sort of concentrate this food around i'm guessing some source of heat yes and then people would would meet at the truck in order to to get their sustenance um ideally yes um they would uh, they would go to places where people didn't want them and they were kind of viewed as a nuisance yet they always made a profit huh. oh interesting and sometimes they would all gather in one spot and all be loud and noisy together mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. entire place would smell like fuel Sure. Um, and forehead sweat. Right. And uh, people would sample uh, different foods from the different trucks. You know, I got to tell you, that global warming that was hitting the, the earth then, mm -hmm. like everything seems to be sweating, whether it be the food or foreheads or vehicles. It's just mm -hmm. exciting to know right. that there was a lot of you, – you wouldn't think that obesity would have wiped out half of the population – with all that, well, sweat. now now we would have. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, but well, yeah, now we know. Yeah. Now we know it was obesity and RLS, right? Mm -hmm. And it's no, that's a really good point, Jonathan, because it's kind of antithetical to the attitude at the time. Because some people mm. did realize that global warming was a threat, 
And at the same time, the food truck be became huge. Not only were they spewing out emissions from their trucks, right. but when they stopped their vehicles, they turned on another engine that spewed more exhaust into the oh, environment. And people were perfectly fine with it. So, so each of these trucks would come not just with one engine for propulsion, but multiple separate power sources. Multiple separate power sources, just uh, burning all types of um, uh, gas, gas, liquid gas. It oh. was all it was all going into the atmosphere. Right. Wow. Well, if only they had known about clean yeah. <laughs> neutron energy. Boy, what a different time that would have been. That, man, I just can't imagine. Hindsight. You yeah. Know? Right. Uh, so what kinds of uh, food can we expect from uh, from these food pods? <clears throat> well, um, uh, it's not going to be quite the same. Um, mm -hmm. But like I said, this was they would traditionally do um, hand food. Um, and uh, so like fingers, palms. No, not literally hands. Um, food that you could hold in your hand. Man, see, I'm just ah. having a, I'm having a hard time with the the verbiage because mm -hmm. like food truck, it's not a truck. It's not a truck eat. made of food, right? Uh, hand food, it is not food made food of hands. hands. Yeah. So like the, the the verbiage is like, are you going to have some sort of like checklist so people aren't coming in like, oh, I don't want to eat that hand. It's very interesting. I mean, you know, they say the the past is a foreign country. I think this this just makes that very clear. the The language of the time, I think, makes it very hard to parse what life was really like. Oh, with all the things that I've read, it's kind of become second nature to speak that oh, yeah. way. But you, this is this was a good test run. Now yeah. I know that things, certain things, need to be explained. I don't want people to start biting each other. So it's this True. is this is oh, good information. Yeah. Good information. I'm yeah. going to I'm going to jot that one down. Yeah. Oh, great. All right, so. You have food that you can eat with your hands. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I would assume they come in small containers or maybe on a stick. I, I did hear about yeah. food on a stick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like yes. Yeah. Um, this is we're actually repurposing um, some of our blankets. Um, uh, as oh. you know, our you know our tinfoil, right, right, and um, they'll actually put the food in that and okay. wrap it up. So when you unwrap it. Um, it's still warm. Obviously, it's not going to be warm because we're just adding water to right. it. But traditionally, that's what it was. And we're really trying to, to set the right atmosphere. Okay. Ah, interesting. Um, so our most popular one, you probably guys have probably seen this food pod uh, riding around. Mm. Or you might recognize it when you see it. It's um, in space. No one can hear you ice cream. Okay. Oh, that's what that is. That's what that is. Okay. See, I thought that was just very bleak messaging trying to well, yeah yeah because you, you know there's been that movement of outsiders the people who want to go explore outside of the station yes. and experience zero g in a in a suit that they mm -hmm. control uh and i really i really thought this was just sort of anti-outsider messaging uh that's very cute yeah that's a play cute. on language I, I usually when i see it i scream uh at the the, the driver of the pod and well they, they turn around and i go got you and then i run off I mean, that's prankster just, over yeah, here. I, I like you guys. To, you guys are fun. Jonathan yeah. always stirring up I just, trouble. I just see it and I just I like, love it. Well, I, you know, I we got to have a reason to get, get out of our it. beds every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what uh, Plutonian is for Rapscallion, but that's what you would be. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Those Plutonians sure party. Rapscallion. Uh, we'll look it up later. Okay. Yeah. Their title is a play on words of a movie that was popular in the the mid to late. Oh, a, a movie. Okay, I've I've read about this one. Right. This is where. Uh, folks would stare at a rectangle to see stories played out in front of them, mm -hmm. right? The... That's that's really really accurate. Yeah. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. Good job. All that reading paid off. Yeah. So, 
I'm still having a hard time. I mean, I have I have gone through the the neural playbacks of what we think this was like, and right. I I don't understand why people would sit in a, a sensory deprivation room and and have these photons bombarding them. I mean, I guess if they didn't have neural playback technology, they can't just experience things like we can now. Uh, but I don't know. I find that find that one very very strange. So they, are, yeah, they they had a lot of time to kill. Mm. Right. Um, they, you know, there were no meteors for them to go harvest constantly. Right, sure. They weren't in search of a home to um, perpetuate their species or right. anything like that. They were just, they were kind of just like walking around like a bunch of dummies. Oh, yeah. Um, well, and and fighting for their own survival most of the time. They should have been. Mm. Not so much. You'd ah. be surprised. You'd be surprised. They actually, there was this, uh, okay. Bear with me here, because we're kind of going down a rabbit hole. You get that one, right, Jonathan? Rabbit hole. That one didn't make it. You remember rabbits? The small mammals? I remember rabbits. Yeah. I just don't remember the holes. Oh, well, that's where they lived. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there were things called sports, uh, and they were just contests that humans would engage in um, in order to determine a victor. Um, ah, and they, they, okay. they varied in, um, in rules um, mm-hmm. and activities. But it was a colossal waste of time, and it couldn't have been more popular. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so so would two people be engaged in these activities, these contests at one time? Yeah, so it was at least two people, mm-hmm. but sometimes there would be two opposing forces uh, made up of several people. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So that requires a lot of coordination, I imagine. A lot of coordination. And and to watch these people, um, they would just basically run around a field. Huh. And they built these things around this field that held thousands of humans. Thousands. And they would all show up. Wait, the, and te- s- the teams would be that large? No, the teams would be smaller than that. Oh. But the spectators, the people watching, would be made oh. up of sometimes tens of thousands of people. Wow. Uh, and they would just wa- watch them do that. See, all I keep hearing, like with, with, with mm. movies and then with sports and then people just sitting around watching things, I assume that the, the cluster of bodies would generate heat, which then goes to the idea of sweating. Right. Which I feel like is your theme for this convention, sweat. You keep bringing it up. We keep talking about it. I'm just wondering, like, was this a way, is this where, is this where the world started to falter? They mm. thought exercise was just sweating. And then, boom. Because I assume that they probably were eating in these situations as well. Always, always eating. I mean, it, it just. Always eating to gain weight, which as we all know, generates more heat, makes right. it harder to move and produces more right. sweat. This is this is an interesting theory, Jonathan. Have I'm you, just wondering why have you thought about putting this together into a thesis. Sure, gosh, no, I got things to do besides that. I, I, Good. I can put it onto the calendar maybe in two months. Two um, months? That's actually that's not something. that far away. That's good. That's a very 20th century attitude of you, and I like nice. it. I like the spirit. It's in the spirit of our festival. I, just, I don't Excellent. know why they didn't try to harness that energy, like all that sweat. I, I mean, that's maybe, that maybe the technology wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's is this it's, it's so fundamentally different. You know mm-hmm. how we recycle every bit of uh, waste that we oh, use. Yeah. We right. convert it into energy. We yeah, convert absolutely. it into matter. We, mm-hmm. we right. convert it into things that we can use to survive. Mm-hmm. They would simply um, sometimes just uh, throw it on the ground. Oh, and then they throw more on the ground. Just huge piles of it sitting there, uh, just decaying. 
Oh, like con- concentrations of waste. Huge concentrations. Oh, wow. Um, sometimes they would take it into uh, these large bodies of water, mm. leave it there. So what, Interesting. A, what about their, their Roombas? Like, did they just pick it up off the, the street or the ground? Or They had, they had Roombas, but yeah. few and far between. Did people have them? And the Roombas at the time weren't the ones we know now right. that are two stories. Okay. Um, and they can clean up uh, space dust mm, and they, right. can, they can collect um, meteors that are hur- hurling towards us. Right. Um, these guys were just basically small disks um, about the size of, um, of a matter replicator. Oh, tiny. Yeah, very small. Oh, there's very small. yeah, there's very little. Well, I guess the question would be, were they, were they able to transmute the waste materials from from waste into something more useful no uh, no this is so see, there's very little they could yeah, yeah. Th- there yeah. was no attitude of let's use something to better ourselves right. that we're using anyway that uh-huh. that wasn't happening hmm. many many things were just thrown away which we encourage you to do at our festival. We're, we're going okay. to oh, I was just gonna ask. create yeah. a bunch of litter. Okay. Uh, when you're done with your foil that you consumed your, your food from, right. just throw it on the ground. <gasps> oh, that's I mean, pretend it, though. It's not going to actually hit the ground well, no, because yeah. nothing does here. No. But right, you, you right. Know, just toss it. Toss okay. it wherever you want. Oh, that's going to be fun. Oh, I'm going to have to try that. You can do that with your tinfoil um, mm-hmm. when you visit the uh, Falafel 9000 food pod. Oh. Eat your Falafel. Right. And uh, and then crumble up your tinfoil and just toss it over your shoulder. It's, oh, it's going to be good fun. Really, yeah. The, the spirit. I'm excited about that. Well, um, I so I have a question. I see you as an expert in in this time period more so than than most scholars that I know. And of course, I know I could always ask the the sentient, all knowing AIs that yes. operate the station and keep us alive. All hail. But I I want a more subjective opinion. I have heard about silk clothing mm-hmm. now this this was uh, are you familiar yes oh wow yeah i i still can't get over that that it it's made from the the byproduct of of worms mm-hmm. and then woven into what at the time was considered very high fashion very sort of i guess part of their scarcity yes. uh, i think a good period piece to wear to the festival would be a a two-piece loose purple silk suit that's what i'm planning to wear and i'm I'm just like i'm pull, i pulled jonathan he was he was sort of medium temperature on the idea mm-hmm. uh what do you think i think that would be apropos um <gasps> apropos and a Excellent. lot of fun um it wasn't if you look at pictures from the time there wasn't a lot of that going on at least in public sometimes people would sleep in an outfit uh, like that uh, okay but um still still very nice um, what you want to do, though, to complete the ensemble mm-hmm. um, is take a, um, a piece of string mm-hmm. and tie it around your collar as tight as possible. They really like their collars to be mm-hmm. close to their necks, almost almost suffocating. Ah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, was that for survival? Or was that uh, a religious or... Uh... Um, this is... This is um, uh, this is left over from an era before they had buttons. Uh, which oh. kind of seemed like a no-brainer to us, but right. for them, the button was very elusive. It was many yeah. thousands of years of, of wearing clothes before they did the button. Right, right. Mm. And you know how tradition is. Once it's once it's built in there, you, you it's really hard to escape. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it was well after they had the button, well after the piece of string around the neck was necessary, mm. and they just kept wearing them for seemingly no reason. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's a nice thing to tie them. 
to their ancestors. Oh. Mm-hmm. I've very, been working. I've been working on my yeah. my verbal jokes. Yes, uh, those those particular uh, verbal jokes um, were were very popular then too they were called puns mm. and it was a way uh-huh. for unfunny people to seem like they might actually be funny oh oh interesting mm-hmm. so they were sort of an assistive technology an assistive technology yes yeah. uh, uh, comedy was highly valued then it was mm. um it was kind of a um almost a mating call so the funnier you were huh. the the more likely you you were to find a mate right um and the pun was a useful tool for um, people who were viewed as not mating material right. to seem like they were. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I will I will keep working on my puns. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about well, this. Well, I mean, but we all know that the almighty AI, all hail, all hail. Uh, all hail. definitely already have planned our, our relationships now. So that's... Of course, of course. No, the, the puns are purely for nostalgia purposes. Okay. I, I just... I really want to fit in at this festival. I want to feel like I'm back in this simpler time. Okay. I, I just can't wait. I, I, I oh, and I, and I encourage you all. Um, usually at these types of festivals, um, they would uh, consume um, alcohol, which, we, I mean, we just mm. use that now to power the ship. Correct. Sure. <clears throat> but at the time, they would imbibe it um, in order to get a sense of euphoria. In lieu of that, I encourage everyone to enter the centrifuge. You just... It's really easy. We're just going to tie your feet down. We're mm-hmm. we're going to put you in the mm-hmm. centrifuge for a couple minutes. All the blood from your body rushes to your head, right. and you kind of you kind of feel a little wobbly, a little right. a little uneasy, and then um, you'll probably just act more confident than you actually should. Okay, um, nice. Act like you're funnier than you actually are, and that that'll really again again right. get into the spirit of the time. Oh, that's a lot of fun. You know, that reminds me a lot of our spin loss and and atmosphere loss drills yeah. where we basically do the same thing only there there's this sort of fear of decompression and and death. death yeah. Uh you know, I never thought about doing that for fun. That sounds very enjoyable. Um it it wasn't. Um oh. it, yeah. Uh, consuming alcohol actually wasn't enjoyable, but everyone did it anyway. So, um, you know, do do that a few way more times than you should. Enter the centrifuge, mm, mm. eat, uh, consume much more food than you actually should. Then the next day, um, you know, after the forty eight cycles is over, right. you'll um, feel really horrible. Mm. And if you do, then you know you've done it right. Oh, I love that. That's sort of a theme of the time. They knew they shouldn't have, but they did it anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Gomez, thank you so much yeah. for being on the of show. Of course, yeah, if I could just say one more time. Uh, beta wing, yep. uh, three clicks, you know, gates open, two, seven, five clicks. Right, so we're right. going for 48 cycles this time. That's the goal. I want everyone to show up. I want you to have um, a good time. Oh, um, uh, no moon monsters. I'm sorry. It's, it, okay, it's well, not, not my policy. Mm. I really, I really do apologize, but no moon monsters here. I, okay. But we'll do something for you, um, maybe coming up in the following, uh, seven cycles. Understood. Well, Gomez, once again, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, folks, we'll be right back after this. Gomez Oppenheimer here. Let me ask you a question. Do you like garbage? Do you like dry food? Do you hate moon monsters? Then come on down to the year 2000 festival in Beta Wing. Starts at three clicks. We're going for 48 cycles, everyone. Come on down. It's going to be a great time. Tons of food pods there. We're going to have Lost in Cakes. We're going to have One Small Step for Flan. It's going to be wonderful. We're going to throw garbage at one another. 
Don't forget to get in the centrifuge for a sense of euphoria. Go around, pretend like you're going to find a mate, but you weren't, don't forget, don't actually find a mate because AI will get mad all hell. All right, everybody, welcome back. Mm -hmm. Jonathan, I am so, so excited about the festival. Yeah. Uh, Usually, if I want to get some euphoria, I just take some euphorium, but I'm thinking the centrifuge will definitely be. Oh, it's going to be a good spot. it's going to be so undifferentiated. I mean, we have so many chemicals to affect our mood and and thoughts and it's just going to be so interesting to see what yeah. happens when you just shake it up and and who knows how it will feel. I'm very excited about it. I'm this. also interested to just show drink some of that fuel. I mean, he knowing that right. alcohol was once, you know, drinkable, it might be worth the try. Well, uh maybe some of the food pods will have some in them. I mean, they're probably running on the yeah. food pods. Yeah. That's gonna be it's gonna be really good. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to go research this uh, this collar string mm-hmm. tie down. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so I'm gonna spend some time on that today. I'm also gonna get back into uh, the calisthenics okay. program that I abandoned right. a couple of weeks ago after some particularly deserved, but I felt harsh criticism from the instructing AI. I'm gonna get back on it. Okay. Um, partially because I want to, partially because uh, I received a notification today that. It's mandatory. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's going to be uh, me for the rest of the day. Jonathan, what do you have? Uh, you know, I was just thinking about going to the casino, uh, mm-hmm, playing mm-hmm. some of the slots. But, I mean, that's just a waste of money. It just goes right back to the, the almighty AI. All hail. Right. And, um, you know, like, well, I mean, I, you got to pay your tides sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I'm the... do that. It's just like with matter and energy, you know, the the system's a cycle. It feeds itself. Yep. And and so it goes with credits. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's going to be it. Uh, I did see that um, over in the uh, Starbird Wing, mm. just two floors down, 29, they're going to be showing some old sports. And I know that mm. uh, we, we were talking about it. So I'm interested in a little bit of baseball. Oh, uh, interesting. Not sure how that's going to go, but... They're, I they're look forward to the, seeing what you learn. The 1983 World Series. So wow, yeah, pre 2000. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, and I, to know that there's a history past that. I mean, we knew. I mean, we, we've right. had the 1800s and we've had the the 1900s. But it's so. very, it's very different to experience it. And very you know what? I I can't wait to play back your neural recording of going to that experience. Yeah, I, I'm going to pop in a few Fioriums, and I think I'll be having a good time. Oh, it's going to be very good. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for listening. This has been another episode of Why Get Out of Bed. And gosh, there are so many reasons yeah. to just keep living day after day, despite the seeming pointlessness of life. For sure. Uh, I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, sleep tight and don't let the sleep sack bugs bite. Thanks for listening. This episode of Why Get Out of Bed is made possible by our caring and ever-watching AI overlords. We'd also like to thank Amy and Hear Me Lobsters. Thanks to Norris Blackman for the show art, and thanks to Skies and Chaos for our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and check us out there as well. And hey, if you're already subscribed, give us a rating. It really helps. Thanks. Thanks.